Hello and welcome to In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne and as always, thank you so much for listening. So today I wanted to talk quickly about using timers. And I know that I'm not the one to invent this, um, but I've picked it up along the way from some other parents that have used it as a tool to kind of prepare their kids for when they need to leave a play date or kind of break from a situation that they might not want to, um, to kind of prepare them like, hey, the timer's going to go off and then we're done. Um, I've started using timers from with my kids a while ago when I got them watches. So I got, I believe it was Garmin watches and they had you know, just to tell the time they had, um, you know, different timers they could use. And I could add in there um, that they got points for doing different chores and things like that. And I'll be honest, I didn't do so well with um, giving them the coins and all of that, because I always had to do that in my phone. And, you know, by the end of the night, I'll be honest, I a lot of times would forget. So the main thing I utilized them for was just making sure they knew they were aware of what time it was reading their their watch for the time and then also utilizing timers so giving them the independence to say okay you know yes you can go down to that friend's house but you have to come back in 10 minutes so set your 10 minute timer and so then when their timer would go off go off they would know so utilizing it in different ways in the house saying you know set your timer for this set your timer for that kind of allowing them the opportunity to learn on their own sort of what time means you know it's difficult for kids to even know well what is an hour versus 10 minutes but they tend to get that a little bit more when you start making them aware of using timers and sort of bringing that into the picture they they tend to get it and I know I remember the first time my son had mentioned that about oh well 10 minutes is a really short amount of time where before he never really had a concept of even what 10 minutes was so hearing him kind of make references to different times and how long he thinks they are and they're good for doing this this versus not being able to do this I was like oh it's the light bulbs clicking so I've started to utilize this in our homeschool days because it's really helpful to be able to take blocks of time and it's almost like the concept of you know when I remember being in school which is a long time ago um in middle school and high school, we switched over to block scheduling. And I remember in middle school having to get used to, you know, the you'd be in a class by a certain time. And then when it was time to switch to your next class, the, the buzzer went off. And it was like, Woo, and then you knew, oh, okay, class is done. And you move on to the next. I have no idea if in school they still do this at all. Um, but I'm just speaking to what I remember um, being long time ago. So, you know, I got to thinking, could I utilize this in sort of our day to day? And so incorporating this a little bit more has really helped prepare the kids and also make sure they get stuff done. Because when you're being timed, I tend to notice that when my kids are being timed, um, you know, they tend to be a little bit more productive than if they're not, especially my son when he would be taking, um, you know, 
his spelling test or something like that. He he liked being able to have that time going so that we could also count how many words he got right, but also how long it took him. So that I've noticed with him that was kind of a motivator. So we have different things that we have a list of everything that needs to get done in a day. And so I've started trying to like block it out and say, okay, now we're going to work on this and this is going to take us this amount of time. And then when that's, that timer goes off, then it's time to move on to this. And then we'll have this amount of time for the next thing. And so I just wanted to share because it has been very helpful. I will say not every day I'm as good with it. Some days, you know, we're just kind of going through the day a little bit more organically and it all just seems to be flowing. So I don't really bother with it so much. But then there are those days when especially I've noticed when we need to get back in a rhythm and because maybe we've been out of rhythm for a little bit, maybe took some time off or, um, you know, we just need to get back in the rhythm of the day to day, you know, check marks need to be checked and things need to be done. And it's not a more organic way of learning. It's now we're getting back to these are the things we do every day. And this is kind of the schedule. Um, so I've noticed that when I need to get back on track, it is a really good tool to use. And so I'll prepare them to say, you know, just like today we were in the car going to the library and as we were coming back, I said, okay, we're going to be home in like five minutes. This is what's to be expected when we get home. And this is how much time you have to do it. And, you know, talking about expectations and the fact that even if you decide to kind of screw around and not get it done, that's not okay. Um, then that's just time you're going to lose later in the day with other things. So because I also want to let them know that, you know, that's kind of life, managing your time. So utilizing those, t- you know, timers and, and, and sort of allowing them to see how much time it really should take. That's the other thing when they're doing their helpful hands around the house um, or chores, I like to set the timer because it gives them an idea of how much time it should take them to do a certain task. And it makes them realize that there are times when things are taking them way, way too long. It's like it shouldn't be taking you that long, but they drag it out because they're not really wanting to have to move back on to, you know, other schoolwork. And so it is kind of a neat tool to also help them kind of see, well, you know what, it should only take you um, 10 minutes to do that particular chore, or it'll take you 15 minutes to do that one. It's also been helpful too, because I talked about with them daily maintenance and just letting things go. And that there's a happy balance in life of having that daily maintenance that every single day you have your, you know, you do just a little bit each day to keep up on things and you have your rhythm. And then there's times in life when it's okay to sort of get off the rhythm and sort of just let things go a little bit more. And, you know, maybe you're traveling or maybe you're just, you know, doing some other fun things or whatever it may be. And I've let them know that now do you see that it then the things in the house that need to be kept up with get backed up. So those things are going to take you where normally straightening up the basement would take them less than 10 minutes because they've already been maintenancing it each day. 
And it's just the mess from that day. But if you're letting it go for maybe a week, which they had that happen today, it was a little bit more difficult because it's been a whole week that we haven't really been keeping on top of them as far as the chores and things like that. I've sort of had a more organic, busy week. And so now they're seeing, hey, you know what? If you let it go, then it takes you much longer and it's much harder to do and it's not as fun and it's not as easy. And they're noticing the differences there and what and why there's the importance in maintaining just a little each day, putting forth that effort to say, well, we're just going to take a quick 10 minutes, tidy up the basement, and then it's good to go versus you know, especially their bedrooms or the basement, they're like, oh, there's just so much. And I'm like, I know. And that's how I feel too when things get backed up. The wash, which is never, ever caught up, I don't think, in my house. But, you know, it's been really good life lessons for them. And so when I try to look at the fact that, you know, they're learning from textbooks, yes. And they're learning their basic things that Yes, they need to learn, but there's so much more that I think they are able to learn at home with these valuable life lessons that they're that they are always learning. And I think that um, setting the timer for things has been a really useful tool for me with the kids and allowing them to understand that hands on versus me just telling them about time. And I think that's the beauty of a lot of the hands-on materials. I remember in Montessori how they had the hands-on, the beads, the math beads, and they would build numbers out. And I remember one time I got into the school and there was like this really long number and and the beads went the whole way down the hallway. And I remember my son was like, we were walking down the hall and he's like, mom, that's such and such number. That's a really big number. But the only reason, and this was before, I mean, this was, man, it was even before kindergarten that he got that concept. But he got that concept because he saw the number on the floor drawn like in the beads. And I remember being like, whoa, how cool is that? That is a big number. But he could see that was a big number hands on with that experience And it was like a whole other way of grasping that information versus you just write a number down and you tell him a number and say, that's a really big number. It's not going to sink in. And I remember that sort of clicked in my head that there are those other ways of getting the information into your child's head that, and I just thought it, I just remember thinking, my gosh, that's so genius. Like that is so cool how that, you know, how they were able to show what a really big number that is. Um, And that a child as young as what he was at the time even got that. So I think utilizing the timers and, you know, sectioning off the times and kind of giving examples of different things like that can maybe in a way provide that to them to where that light bulb is going to go off in their head and be like, oh, yeah, well... You know, and I know they say that to me a lot where they'll say, well, how long do we have to play with so-and-so? And And I'll say the time and they'll say, oh, you know, that's a really short time. That's about the time it takes us to do such and such. Or if I say, you know, an hour, they'll say, oh, wow, that's, that's a lot of time. That's about the time it takes for my soccer practice or, you know, different things that they're equating all of those times. And it's, I think, because I'm making them 
pay attention to the clock and how long things are taking. Even when they're doing the soccer practice, I'll say, you know, look at your clock and see what time it is or your watch and then see what time it is when you're done. And let's talk about that. And they're looking at that and, you know, they're being aware of time too, because, and they use their watches a lot. I've upgraded their watches since the garments, but, you know, even in their um, workbooks for Gather Round, I love that in the seat work, it asks, what time is it? Because it's making the kids aware of what time it is at different times. And it's kind of cool to be able to also reference that looking back. It asks for temperature and time and different things that are, you know, make the kids think like, oh, that's the temperature and that's what it feels like. And oh, now it's this. And even with the temperature, my son will say, oh, wow, it was 30 degrees, you know, last week. Now it's 45. You know, that does feel a little warmer, you know. And so... As far as that goes, I think it is a really neat tool. So I wanted to share sort of how I'm utilizing it. I want to try to get a little bit more intentional and use it a little bit more often than just pulling it out on those days when I'm like, all right, we need to get back on track. Um, but kind of keep that as a tool that we kind of utilize a little more often, even for like brushing teeth. Um I know some of the brushes come with timers, which I think is a neat tool because, you know, it makes you really think about how long you are brushing your teeth and just doing different things, you know, just kind of keeping you on track to get things done. So for today, that's my little tip of the day. I hope everyone is having a great day. And until next time, this is In the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and thank you for listening.